listener production. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of That's Enough Already. It is me, Ursula Carlson, and you are going to listen to Hurt Huang and Bronwyn Lewis on this episode. You can catch Bronwyn at the Sydney Comedy Festival May 18 to 21 at the Enmore Theatre and her on the 1st and 2nd of June on, at the Brisbane Comedy Festival. Both amazing comedy festivals. I've done them both, not to flex. What are we talking about? Well, this is the highlights episode of Comedy Festival season. There was too many comedians I wanted to chat to this year, but I made sure we could squeeze in a couple more with two of my season highlights, Her Huang and Bronwyn Lewis. I won't give away the whole episode, but we'll be honing in on what shits them about other people and themselves. Basically, the juiciest part about my chat with them all wrapped into one. Her thinks she's a stone-cold bitch. Her words, not mine, although... You know, it takes one to know one. And Bronwyn, well, the one thing that shits her, I happen to do every single day. So this will be interesting. Okay, it's road rage. It's road rage. Enjoy the episode. That's quite enough. Just, just shut your mouth. I don't give a stuff. Shush, please. Yes, I can hear. But I don't care. That's enough already. Shut up. Oh, shush. Bronwyn Lewis, tell me, what about other people shit you to absolute death? I cannot stand people with road rage. I can't do it. I can't like so it, it scares the shit out of everyone on the road. And often they're people who are fine out. Like I don't know if you get road rage. I I, I do. Do you? Oh, I can't because then you. I, but I can imagine you getting cranky in real life. People who don't get cranky in real life <laughs> and then they get in the yeah. car and then they instantly think that they're complete, like they're the toughest person in the world and then they beep yeah. and beep and beep like little old ladies who would look terrified, who Christ knows how bad their day was and then they, um, like yeah. my mum, my mum's a shit driver but people, she'll get a lot of road rage. I'm like, just look, it's an old lady sitting in the car. Trying to do her best. She's oh, yeah, not I don't very do good. That. And I never, I never honk. Oh, people who hold their like, horn down. I'm not a beeper. But so what's your no. road rage look like? No, so my road rage is more like, um, and it's mainly just, it's almost like, uh, you know how people go kickboxing to get rid of their yeah. rage? I just swear at other people in the car to get rid of mine. <laughs> Can they see you? No, like I, I like I don't flail my arms. I like, oh, get in, cunt, like stuff like that. Oh, I'm like, so right. what the fuck? fuck is this idiot doing? No, I wouldn't. And also because my mum is an old lady mm-hmm. in a little Suzuki that mm-hmm. drives around, I always think never be mean to, because this could be your mum. Yeah. When I see people mean to, I try and get, put my massive car between their car and oh, the old good. lady. I'm like, oh, I'll go, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like I, I will then sort of road rage them right. if they're road raging someone that you go, you can clearly see this yeah. person has no fucking idea. Yeah. How, like, because my mum drives a kilometres an hour. She drives 80 kilometres in her driveway. She drives 80 <laughs> kilometres on the motorway. She drives 80 <laughs> kilometres. She just drives, I think, her car. <laughs> when I just when I just moved to New Zealand, I moved over first mm-hmm. and I was earning all of um, $535 a week. So this is in 2006, not in the 1920s, just for the record. <laughs> I was earning $535 a week and my rent was $400 because oh. I had to have a, a fairly big house. It was a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, but it had a double internal access garage. So I made little bedrooms in the garage, four little bedrooms, and then all the foreign people that came over, all of my mates, everyone that sort of came over would stay with me, but none of them worked. 
So I would then just have all of these people. We ate a lot of pizza bases with ham on mm-hmm. and um, rice and gravy because <laughs> Bish knows how to cook for, you know, a lot of people when you're po. <laughs> so um, I would just have all of these people. But then we only had the one car. I bought this Golf and then I had a motorbike a, and, and a little scooter. My mum and my sister and one of my friends came back from the shops one day. They had gone to go look for jobs, right? So they come back and I'm sitting outside and I can hear clack, 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 come down and they pull in and my sister drives any day as bad, if not much worse than my mum. Mm-hmm. Like she, she's the type that would, if there's a busy intersection, she gets out of her car and stands in the street and holds her hand and makes everyone stop and then point at them and go, wait, wait, okay, and then gets back in her car and slowly drives. Like that's what she does. She's insane. <laughs> And then, um, <laughs> and then, so they pull in. I'm sitting on the front porch looking at this, and the bumper of the golf is dragging behind the golf. Like it's only attached to one of those screws. And I go, they get out, and, and they've got a flat. The left rear tyre is flat. And they climb out of the car, and I go, hello. And they go, hi. I go, did you... How, how was your search? Did everything all right? And they go, yeah. I go, what happened with the car? And they go, what do you mean? I go, the bumper's off and the wheel's flat. You could fucking hear it coming. I heard them leave the shop. And they, all three of them come to the back of the car and they're like, no, don't know. I have no idea what happened. They, they don't know. They were so busy chatting. I don't know what the fuck they had, but they got a flat and ripped the bumper right off oh and not noticed. What so you I'm always thinking my mum or my sister could be driving. Yeah. And, yeah, they... And they have no clue what's going on, but they truly have no clue what's going <laughs> they on. Try, yeah, I'll get because uh, I think by watching my mum get road raged out, I'm like, come on, guys, relax. But then I'm just usually the people who road rage, they're the meanest. They say the meanest things, and they try and they just bullies on the road, and you just think you don't know who's mm. just had a car crash and this is the first time they've been back in the car. So road rage, I reckon, shits me to tears because they're just such cowards. Yeah. Can I just quickly ask yeah. what is um, – so maybe mine isn't road rage, it's just rage. Yeah. What is? Yeah. What does your mum drive now? She drives a, a VW like SUV. Like she's she's she came good. Oh, the big she one. She came Tariq. good. Maybe, I can't, I don't know. Like it's it's be, like it's it's smashed to smithereens in every single panel, but um, she's not going to fix it because she knows she'll smash it again. Um, she's a terrible driver, my mum. But it's um, yeah. but yeah, she's she's come good with money. She just worked really hard, started her own business, and um, well, and the five of you fucked off, and then we that all left. Sort you know, of set you right financially. Absolutely, we when five it. leeches move out of your house. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. And then now she's, yeah, so now all of her money's hers. I can't even imagine that. All of her money, every single, yeah. all her checks, she just gets to keep all of it. I think she just counts her money all day now. I would. Yes. Yeah, oh, those five sucking on my titties. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, and, and what's what's the, what's the one thing about you that shits you to absolute death? One thing I know that annoys everyone in my family about me is that I rush. I don't ever think about things. I just do things and then I'll deal with the consequences later. Whereas I kind of like that about me, to be honest, because uh, my partner's really slow. He, he's so slow at everything. So, like, watching him cook dinner is um, torture or watching Thankful. him just, you know, back out of the driveway is hell. Uh, everything is so slow, but 
he'll never crash the car and dinner will never be burnt. Whereas I'll crash the car and the dinner will be burnt, but I'll fix it before he's ever finished his, you know, like I'll, I'll have a few goes at it, yeah. fuck it up heaps of times, get it yeah. right at the end. Uh, and then he yeah. will just do it in like more time. We'll just get it right the first time. But oh my God, it's like slow motion. Yeah. So would I change? I don't know, but I know that I know that I cause a lot of damage being the way that I am. Um, and maybe one day yeah. I'll, I'll change. But for now, I don't. I have no. I have no intention. <laughs> I just keep. I just keep breaking things. I'm the same. Like I would just do it. Mm. Like say if you get this is where the I got unstuck with Taskmaster too. I get it, and then I go. I'll oh, just do it. Boom. Yeah. It's done. Yeah. And then other people take a very cautious approach. Yeah. They think about all the different scenarios. I'm like, bitch. At the end of the day, we're all going to get it done. Mm. But now I've already done 48 things <laughs> since then, and you're still on that first thing. <laughs> so yeah, I'm exactly the same. I think you need those people. You need. People who can just fucking get amongst it and do it. Mm. Um, otherwise you have, like, and I understand the, the the idea of following the process and there's protocols in place. And the, but then you also need the amount of people who just go, I'm just going to fucking do, it. do it. While you work out all the protocols. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, by the time you figure your shit out, it's like this kid is raised already. Yeah. I've done it. Let's just go. <laughs> I've done it. Because there is a chance you're going to get it right first go. There is a chance. Like I had a, my second yeah. tech for my um, for my show in Melbourne. She said, oh, can you come in the day before just to do sound check? And I said, oh, I, don't, I can't because I've got the kids and I just can't. But I only need a microphone. I don't have any fancy bells and whistles. It's just need a microphone, a song to walk on to, a song to walk off to. That's it. And she said, yeah, you, you need to yeah. come in to do it. I was like, can you just check if the microphone works? And I can, I'll just check when I get in there. Just say hello yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> she was, and she was so annoyed uh, that I didn't do it. I said, I can't do it. I can't come in. I'll come in tomorrow. I'll come in early. So I had to come in three hours before yeah. my show to check the microphone in front of her. And I, I was so annoyed that she, uh, but she was like, that's just, that's just the way it's done. And I said, oh, how long do I need to be here? For? She goes, you need to be in the room for an hour. To check the microphone, she was like, yes, that's just, that's just So the that book. reflects on how shit she is yeah. at her job because oh. how hard is it how just to it? fucking adjust a button? <laughs> I know. Ugh, production paper. So, so, but like people like her remind me that I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Never yeah, going to yeah. change. I'm exactly like even with my show too, they go, okay, so the day before we've got a tech check and I go, why? Yeah. If they can't figure out how to switch the microphone on and turn the lights on and off, that ain't on me. I go, just get someone roughly my height to stand on stage yeah. and say, hello, into the mic. If it works, we're good. I have nothing. There's no – there's nothing. It's just me and the microphone. Yeah. If you can't figure that out, we're in deeper shit than you think. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you're right. We are, yeah, we cause some damage, sure, but the world is a better place because of people like us. I'm sure of it. I tell you. <laughs> I, I fucking know it. I know it. I, if it wasn't for the povo kids coming through good, I don't know what would happen. And I am that nightmare at school, you know, with all the um, all the posh mums yeah. and, you know, they talk like this. Yes. And then I come in like, hello, <laughs> I'm your mum. <laughs> Collecting other people's kids. Come on, whoever doesn't want to go home, come with yeah. me. Come with me. Oh, so much brain food. Yeah. 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 They love it. <laughs> 
Hey, her, let me ask you something. What is the one thing about other people that shit you to absolute tears? Oh, I just, yeah, I'm very judgmental. Everything can make semi on fire. Yeah. I'm like, oh, good. <laughs> people think I have um, a mouth spectrum. Because at one minute, I just love you so much. Just one thing triggers me, and I fucking hate you. <laughs> Unfollow you, blacklist you. <laughs> I think I really don't like um, people who are arrogant. Yeah. So I think, um, yeah, I just don't like snobbish people, I guess. Yeah. People think they're better than everyone else. Um, that sets me really not. I'm just like... I don't like, oh, I don't like slimy people. Yeah. People who like, feels like calculative and always want to use you. You can know that like, a, just hide it better. Like yeah, everybody can tell. Yeah. They're so bad at it. Like being more strategic. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody know what's your game. Like you're really bad at it. And then it like make me feel you, whatever. So get away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That kind of people. Yeah. yeah no, I'm just like, so you, you, you. Um, potentially, hopefully, won't be one of those comedians who make it big and then go, no one's allowed to look at me. Don't look at me when I go on stage. You know, <laughs> those people who get real famous and then no one's allowed to look at them. No one's, I'm like, who are these people? How are you? And especially, like, I can still sort of understand how movie stars would do it, right? Mm. Like, everyone just looks at movie stars and goes, they're amazing and they sort of this enigma, you know. We're stand-up comics. We're supposed to be related relatable we're supposed yeah. to be just you know one of the people so when a comic goes people aren't allowed to look at them they want the room a specific temperature they want, I'm like who the fuck are you like just chill out you're a comic like you're not changing the world you're not this famous fucking eye surgeon or brain surgeon you're just telling shitty jokes on a stage and making people laugh yeah true and also I don't like people who cannot handle spicy <laughs> Spicy or spicy? Spicy, spicy food. And then, yeah. and also just very judgmental about other people's food. Yeah. I don't like that. I just like, it's, it's other people's food. Why Why can't I suck my chicken feet toes? I yum. <laughs> <laughs> and people are just like, oh my God, how, how, how do you dare to eat that stuff? I was like, it's my food. I didn't come to your place and say, wow, what piece of toast you're eating. It's so shit. Um, yeah. How boring. Yeah. yeah, and then is it sometimes you have that a lot when you especially white people. Yeah. They never have any any kinds of um or if you're not from other countries. Uh I think Africa eats a lot of weird shit. Yeah, no, um, I've eaten a lot of weird shit. Whenever I go back home I try not to eat any beef, lamb, chicken, you know, the traditional stuff that people would eat. <laughs> I don't wanna eat snake, I wanna eat crocodile. <laughs> Yeah, but you know it's uh, it's so it's so funny. I have so many white friends. Um, I never understand why they always because whenever I go to Yum Chow or Ding Sum with them, I always order chicken feet. It's my favorite. It's my foot fetish. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I, whenever I have that, they always like, oh, you huh? just like you know like yeah. go that side. I never understand why it's so triggering to them. Yeah. Until I went to Africa, and <clears throat> I was in Uganda, and then. This guy, my coworker, they order like Uber delivery of the skewers, bush rats. Yeah. And I was like, what? Rats? 
Yeah. I was like, you eat rats? Yeah, at like, the markets yeah. you can get it too. It's great. They're like, yummy, so yummy. And then especially when they tell me, oh, you have to try the toes. It's so crispy. Yeah. And I was like, oh. yeah, what's the difference between rat toes and chicken feet? Why are you being so judgmental? I mean, honestly, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. At that moment, I understand how why people feel when they <laughs> see me eating chicken feet. I was like, hmm, I get it. I get yeah. it now. <laughs> I will never forget. I was um, in Mozambique and they've got a market there. So Mozambique, you can't drink the water. You you know, like there's no running water. There's no, it's it's pretty, you know, in this this area in um, mm-hmm. Ponta de Oro. And so my friend comes and you're, when you go to the markets or whatever and there's like a pub, when I say a pub, it's just a roof, a grass roof, and then nothing, you're on sand and everything. You're sitting on milk crates with cardboard, like that's the pub. And then I said to <laughs> her, fun. yeah, I said to her, I go, Do you, should we get some lunch? And she looked around because you can see there's no lunch, like even the, the beer and stuff, they go dig it out of a box that they bury to keep it cool. And she's like... Lunch? I go, yeah, they make great um, barbecue chicken here. And she's like, okay. So I go, um, all right, well, can we get some chicken? And the guy's like, yeah, sure, sure. Same as yesterday. I go, yeah, sure. So he goes out and you can see him run in the field and then he grabs a live chicken and he brings it back and he just hacks it up here in front of us. And her face is like, no, I don't want chicken. I go, the head's off already. We're going to eat this chicken. And they bake bread in the ground, like they put charcoal and stuff and then they put the sand over it. So when they pull it out, it's like in sacks and stuff, but you just brush the sand off and then it's just a sort of Oh, my God, so good. Yeah, but then she's like, I can't eat any of this shit. I go, we're here for two weeks. You're going to have to eat something. (laughs) I still remember uh, I I, I go clubbing in Africa. Yeah. yeah. Because it's literally just the branches, tree branches, and put in the ground yeah. and make them a space. And that's yeah. a club. Yeah. And uh, I, I drink, you know, the vodkas from a packet. Yeah. And uh, I drink some questionable alcohol. Yeah. They made himself, it looked like muddy water, but it's actually really tasty. There's footage of me when I went... Um, and we're just out in this it's sort of, again, just open air. You're just in the open air. We're here. We're going to party now. And it's just in the dirt. With, <laughs> it is open air. But there were some hanging lights. There were hanging lights. And then <laughs> um, the guy, so then you just share this one thing that will come around, the calabash, and everyone's drinking out of it. But bef- the first time you have it, <laughs> you have to stand on your knees and drink it. Sort of to show respect and then they go, okay, now you can sit. And then you just sit with them and, fuck, man, I got so drunk. Like I think, I said, what's the alcohol content here? And it's like 50% or something. <laughs> like they don't know. They don't know. You're just like, I can see Jesus's feet. It's so tasty too. Yeah. I don't know what they make it. Uh, you, but it, it looks really like mud water. But yeah. when you, when I drank, I was oh, my God, it's really tasty. But I just... Bush rat is, it's the one thing I I just really really cannot try. That could have been a game changer for you. That could have changed yum chub. You can go. Do you have any bush rat in the back? <laughs> I doubt it. I was like, high in protein. It's lean. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, what's the one thing about you that shits you? That you hate about yourself? I just feel like uh, I hate myself for being a little bit cold. 
cold bitch, and especially I'm getting older, and then I feel I'm an old soul. I travel a lot at work, and it just feels like I could be nicer, but at the same time, no, yeah, she's myself. I think is that because I'm so easily being influenced by people's emotion. Uh-huh. I'm not sure how you feel about it. Like, if you feel sad, I feel sad. Yeah. So if you feel happy, I feel happy. Like naturally, that's how I am as a person. Yeah. So. When I was younger, it's fine, but I just involved too many people's emotions into my yeah. life. So now I set up the boundaries now. I yeah. feel like I'm a little bit cold to people because I don't want to be like influenced by other people's yeah, emotions the all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes I say, oh, it's your life. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I kind of like, I like, how can I? I, I feel irritated by other people's, you know, especially people who go too emotional like there is a thing like too emotional. Mm. You know, people go, that's not there's no such thing as too emotional or too Yeah, there fucking is. If you cry for every goddamn thing that happens or everything, you are overly emotional. And I don't care that I'm not supposed to call people overly emotional. If you cry like a big fucking baby 24-7, you are overly emotional. Pull your shit together, you're a fucking adult. So I get irritated by other people's stuff. I don't see that as cold. I see that as you know, just not in the mood for this shit. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I, I get emotional too. And that's why, oh, don't let me see homeless person. Just, you know, round them up and put somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. China do. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, her. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Well, if you enjoyed this podcast with her and Bronwyn, Go and listen to another Melbourne International Comedy Festival alumni. I mean, honestly, part of the pillars of the comedy festival, Dane Simpson, and he gives me one of the best dad jokes ever. Go and have a listen. Thanks for listening to this episode of That's Enough Already, hosted by me, Ursula Carlson, and produced by Natalie Turner. Supervising producer was Nick McClure, and special thanks to Ella Leaf and Beck Sutherland. Couldn't do it without you, gals. If you like this podcast, remember to subscribe, share it with all of your friends, tell your mum, tell your sister, don't tell that annoying brother of yours, you know, but definitely share it with a friend. 